0: Hey everybody and welcome. It is Monday at 7 o'clock and we are in Newport Richie at WeBeamTV.com studio and we are ready for our next episode of 62 Who Knew, our 33rd or 34th episode or we're way up there into the 30s. Soon we'll be like McDonald's, over 10 billion served. It's just just a matter of time. Anyway, we got a great show tonight and we're going to get right to it. Um, I didn't know what angle we were on so I had to sneak a look so you don't get to see our guest yet but you will in a few minutes. Uh, We are welcoming back. Mr. Colin Castle, who is the Executive Marketing Director of Home Instead Senior Care, who is the largest non-medical in-home senior care company uh, in the country. Uh, We always have a blast when he's here, and uh, he's going to show us some things tonight that are going to affect you, uh, no matter what part of life you're in, whether you're approaching 62, uh, whether you have... um, relatives, you know, moms, dads, that age, it doesn't make a difference to your income bracket. Uh, I think what he's going to do tonight is going to touch a lot of lives, and we're going to have fun doing it. So we're going to get to it in just about one minute, but as always, to keep our audience growing, uh, what is 62 Who Knew, for those of you that are uh, tuning in for the first time? What is 62 Who Knew? 62 Who Knew is... We don't redo things here, so you actually saw that and heard that. 62 Who Knew is a show about the double-edged sword, the mixed blessing of longer lifespans. It always amazes me that um, longer lifespans has not um, affected many people. They don't think it's affecting them yet. Do we have a big shot? No, we don't have a white shot yet. That's okay. Um, But right now, when you make it to 62 in this country, just make it to 62, you have better than a 50-50 shot of making it to 90 years old and above. Uh, There is no doubt that in the last 20 to 30 years, medical science, medical breakthroughs, scientific breakthroughs, have broken through barriers in the last two or three decades like never before. So my um, era of people, um, the the baby boomers who are just turning 62, in fact 19,000 people a day are turning 62 years old, in the United States of America for the next 19 years. And about less than 1% of them are prepared to live to be in their 90s financially with a high quality of life. So that is what this show is about. We bring on people, as we are tonight, from the in-home care world, from the annuity world, from the Social Security world, long-term care insurance, MedCare supplements, life insurance. Uh, in the next months to come, we are going to be bringing on travel agents to talk about cruising and other things that people do after the age of 62 and all our 62... Uh, who new viewers are going to be getting big discounts? We're doing all sorts of great stuff. Last week we brought on Legal Shield, uh, so our thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of viewers could have uh, affordable legal care uh, when they need it. Uh, we're just that's our goal here to help you get to 62 and then make it the next 30 years with a high quality of life. So right now we're going to go and first we're going to say hello, which I usually do in the very beginning, to my co-host Nada. Are we switching? No, we're not switching yet. Switch the camera. Co-host Nader, what's happening? <laughs> Welcome. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing good, considering we just saw each other two minutes ago. Nothing new. Since, <laughs> the, since I'm fine since we walked in together uh, a few minutes ago. And, of course, here is our guest officially for the third time, yes. unofficially for the second time, Mr. Colin Castle. Thank you for coming back. Oh, it was my pleasure. We really did have a great show um, three weeks ago. I think it was the third, March 3rd. Mm-hmm. I, I'm almost sure. And it really was. We got done and went, wow, that is going to be incredible. And unfortunately, the only people that saw it was the three of us and our producer, John Gaston, the owner of WeBeam TV, and our good friend. The four of us got to see it. Uh, the god of technology came in and just boomed us. A little green,
1: uh, little green screen. Yeah, end, yes, yeah screen just, we end, had a little
0: brother. problem. So we got to enjoy the show, yes, but no one else did. Ha ha. So this is our do-over. This is our mulligan. And I'm going to let you get right to it, because, uh, because truthfully, it was a great show with a great message. You know, actually, numerous it. great messages. Um, and there's a lot of people watching tonight again in anticipation of us telling them that. Um, that it was such a great show that they missed. We
1: will try to we'll try to bring the, the same. Pressure we'll, yeah, is the pressure the, 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 is on. The same magic and the same energy. It's very as we hard did to do it twice. It, well, that's what yes. she said last night. But no, that, 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 I don't know
0: why I said that. But
1: I'm in a weird mood. It, it's, I don't know why. Well, <laughs> I will attempt to do my best to, okay. to repeat our last uh, performance, which unfortunately was just. <laughs> she the, said last night too. Three Would
0: us. you stop baiting me oh like that? God. That's just wrong, Colin. Stop it, give me money later, <laughs> me money John just back. said we're gonna get kicked off YouTube uh, but yeah, What the hell? exactly, yeah, well, maybe we'll go viral though the first time <laughs> anything there's no such thing as bad advertising. you take over before I get us kicked off something else <laughs>
1: well no, I appreciate it actually, uh, the conversation we we were having last time was just uh uh it, it, it's something that most people don't actually think of it's 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 what does your uh, and you kind of said it in your your Facebook live before, you know we went on, we went live. Uh, <laughs> the live before live. Yeah. Um, but you, what is your seventy year old self? What should you be talking to your forty year old son or daughter? Or even reversed uh, what your forty year old self, what should you be talking to your seven year old parents about? Mm-hmm. And some of the topics are quite, you know, uh, alarming, to yeah, say the least, for for, and embarrassing, mm-hmm. um, but others are, are very key to, to, you know, to the transition as your parents age. So, uh, you know, there are they're, they're things that, uh, you know, affect day-to-day life and things that you need to know about uh, well in advance before your parents uh, hit that, that that part of their life where they may become incapacitated or not able to, to make those decisions themselves.
0: And all too many times, you just sort of don't think about it till it happens, and that's that's catastrophic.
1: No, and you'll when some part of the, uh, what you guys will see in, in a little bit of the the presentation is there. There are some staggering statistics about how unprepared um, we are mm-hmm. as as both sons and daughters and mm-hmm. as seniors for that inevitable. Yeah, not just the inevitable event, just the time period from sixty-two to ninety. Yeah, I know. And, and I mean, people aren't dead. Yeah, they have a life. They have lives. They date. You know, they have a sex life even, you know, so there's a lot of things that like I said, those are the uncomfortable conversations. Maybe as a son or daughter, you so don't want to start over. Yeah, uh, you don't want to have uh uh the conversation with your parents about but you know, there that is part of that 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 uh, phase of their life, along with all the other kind of topics, financial, where you wanna live, end of life care, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um but they're all topics that you should, you know. Have an open mind and an open conversation with your parents about because if not, you do end up getting that ep- you know that episode, yeah. and you don't know what to do, you know. And, and I can only relate to one of mine. I said this story the last time we were here. One of my you know furthest back memories of my mom, and this is the things when I talk to seniors and families, I kind of relay this story. But my long one of my earliest memories, my father passed when I was eleven years old. And unfortunately, my dad did not have any any that day uh, passed away at the age of 56. Did not have anything planned or anything con- you know talked about with my mom. And unfortunately, I had to, my one of my memories was watching my mom actually walking through Hubble hum- Hubble Funeral Home on Indian Rocks Road, having to pick out my father's casket. Mm-hmm. And those are things that I, I think are are ultra stressful. I knew what my mom went through. You know, it's not something I'd ever want my son to go through or my daughter to go through or anyone's son or daughter to go through Mm -hmm. or let alone their spouse. It's just so it's very stressful. So those are all those little little things. And no one's escaping that. No they are not. Mm -hmm. So you know with you know so there's really kind of when you look at it there's really six pillars to the 40-70 rule or 70-40 rule depending on how you look at it uh, that that impact. You know the life. One of them is living choices. I uh, kind of write up your your alley. You know, what do you, where do you want to live? Where do you mm-hmm. want to, do you want to stay in your home? Do you want to go into assisted living facility? You know, looking at skilled nursing, memory care, things of that nature. So where do you want to, where do you want to live? Your financial. You know, are you plan? You know, how are you going to handle? It? Do you want to travel? You know, you, are you plan for a company like me? Right. To be in your life. You know, so you have to have those financial conversations because a lot of folks that find you know. And we've meandered back and forth in our world where one side of my organization is a nonprofit where we take care of seniors who live in Medicaid nursing homes or at, around Christmas and Mother's and Father's Day. Um, but as you age and you don't plan well, you end up losing or going through all of your money, and the sure. only option is to be on Medicaid. So you have to have that conversation about what, and it's sort of morbid, but you have to yeah. figure out, how long am I going to live? I know. You know. How long do I plan to save my my money. Because mm-hmm. if not, you could end up in, t- you know, live longer than, than you have a, you know, your money, and you might end up in a place you may not, you know, want to be.
0: That's the fate of the majority of people right now in this country. The majority. They just don't have, an, they, they are going to outlive their savings. It's not a, an opinion. Whether they know it or not, they are going to outlive their savings.
1: And you actually said it with the, the baby boomers, they're very ill prepared oh, yeah. Yeah. for retirement years.
0: And most people
2: get sick and die, they don't just die. The Correct. lucky ones just die. Correct.
1: So yeah,
0: it's, it's very true.
2: It's true, and they're not prepared for sickness no. at that age. I think
0: people are used to talking about mortality now, mm-hmm. but they're not used to talking about morbidity, which is a word that is not used as often with layman's but with professionals. Which is how often, how long you're sick, and how long you stay sick until you die. Now. A lot of times you don't die. A lot of times you get better. Thank God, Correct. modern science, modern medicine. fantastic. Yeah, that, that, that's what the whole show is about. But <clears throat> morbidity—that's rough.
1: It is. And you guys hit the third pillar, which was actually health. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you handle? it? Because as you you do age, you know, a lot of folks, you know, walk into being sixty-two and older and walking in with diabetes, high blood pressure, you know, COPD. So you have to manage. <laughs> Did I just, you were looking I, at my I, medical. Record? I hit the top three, Michael. <laughs> I thought those were personal. Yeah. Isn't there HIPAA rules? Against yeah, that? Uh, you know, share, share. You threw your sex life out, so I figured there was no <laughs> Nothing, rules yeah. this evening. Mental illness. Yeah. It's, it's all there. It's yeah, all there. It's okay. So you know, it, it, you hit those those diseases. You need to understand. Your kids should understand. How do you manage truth. those diseases? How are you managing those? How can I help you manage those if that's just being involved in their life or helping them with their medication or mm-hmm. diet reasons? Whatever, they, whatever it might be, those are still you know, areas that you should, you should have or have conversations with. The next one, maybe not so much that you want to know, but just relationship and dating. Because, you know, yeah. again, a lot of folks, it's a very large number of folks that are getting uh, married after the age of 65. That's right. Yeah, it's one of the it's now one of the demographics that is growing. We see
0: that in our mortgage world. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure yeah, do.
1: absolutely. So again, you have to be prepared that you know your your husband, you know, your mom or dad may have lost their spouse 10, 15 years ago, and, mm-hmm. and now they're in a new phase of their life, and they've met someone and they may end up getting married, and you're you know you're having a stepfather or stepmother at at forty or fifty yeah. years of age. So that's a, just another life, you know, challenge that you're mm-hmm. going to need to have, and of course that comes into conversations with the others, health. Financial living yeah. arrangements—that—that—that that, that, that pillar can change a lot of different dynamics from a family. So, and then of course, you know, some of the other ones, which are more related to aging, which is driving. You know, as you, you know, how do we, how are we going to handle it? You know, I showed you the funny video, which you know, yeah. hopefully maybe you know we'll be able to show this evening. But it is—it's—it's it's a realistic point of view, and especially in a, in Pinellas County in Florida, we're so heavy, you know, via. Vehicle-related, we oh don't have God. a lot of public transportation, so you have to drive, or or, or it's really tough to get around. Yeah. So, but that's a, that's another topic you surely have a conversation about with with that's your a rough one. mom or dad.
0: I don't want to take more time because I want you to uh, what you're no no you're, what you're speaking about is so important to every family. Correct. Um, but the driving thing is sensitive. We talked about it on our practice session three weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, you know, that has a lot to do with their pride when they take a you know when when a son or a daughter has to look at their mom and dad and go. We don't think you should drive anymore you're not safe correct That's a rough conversation I had that with my dad and <clears throat> it was rougher than any other conversation probably correct
1: well you you what you end up doing is you end up taking little pieces of their independence yeah. away. And driving is, you know, what was it, what was the first thing we wanted when we were 15 and 16? My driver's Permit license. My
2: driver's license. Yeah.
1: Our independence. <laughs> yeah. That that was our way of getting away from our, our parents and having independence mm-hmm. at 16. Well, it, it, if you can imagine that dark angst at that young of an age, but then turn that around into, you know, your 70-year-old, you know, mother or father and looking at them going, you know, hey, that, that independence that you had that you could... Go anywhere, see anyone, you see. see your friends. I, I need to take that away from you. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's
1: a heavy burden. It's it's a it's a tough burden, but it, it's unfortunately, especially in Pinellas County and in Florida, it, it's imperative to have that conversation because the roads oh, yeah. roads are a lot more dense. Yeah. You know, with other traffic, a lot of other motorcycles, a lot of oh. things that can cause a lot of you it's know 10 problems. Ten million cars.
0: Ten million cars in Florida is that amazing? And nine million of them with their left turn signal on all the time. All the time, exactly. It's very difficult to find (laughs) out where they're going.
1: (laughs) We're very, you know, we're we are definitely a a train, not a transient state, but we are definitely an. we get a lot of transplants yeah, absolutely. to our area. Well,
0: it's a great place to live. Absolutely it, really is. Yeah, it is. It
1: really is. All well, you got to do is walk outside this week. And you know, yeah, it's a yeah. great place to <laughs> raise you a understand family. understand why. It's a great
0: place to raise a family, and then there's the total opposite spectrum. It sounds terrible. It's a great place to die. It's
1: Correct. a great place to live your last years and, and die. Yep. Um, well, and that transition, good transition. Yeah, thank right? you. Had yes. a very good transition. I mean, we, pra- we didn't even practice this. And <laughs> well, the, the last pillar of the, of the 40-70 rule is actually end of life. And to me, those are—that's probably the the hardest, but the most stressful yeah. ones to me out of all of these conversations. For me, and being a you know a caregiver myself for my mom when I lost her in 06, and even for my grandmother uh, when, when she passed away in in the early 2000s, and you know that end of life is is a is a good conversation, but a tough conversation. But it also is a, is a great one to have because once you know what that path is it's it's a lot less stress so if you know your parents or your mom or dad wants to be you know buried in this or they want to be cremated Mm -hmm. or if 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 they want you know whatever Elvis playing at their funeral procession it it is because when you bring in family dynamics and you don't have these things planned unfortunately uh, our experience is a lot of uh, families have have you know Grifts yes. against each other. All families. And it's just over some of the, you know, pardon my language, some of the stupidest things. Yeah. You know, mom's dress. What is she going to wear? Where? The music that they play. Uh, and when I talk to seniors, plan it out. Do it yourself. Yeah. And if you want, I mean, if you want to it's be, be if you want to be, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> it's your party. It's your, it's your last hurrah to do it the way you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's your life and it's your, your, you know, money per se. Even mm-hmm. it's if you do it, you write your last chapter. You know, don't leave it up to right. your sons or daughter to worry about. Because being a son or being a son of having to go through that, I, it's not a fun rodeo. It really isn't. It, it's not fun to have to figure it all out, no. um, and you never do it right.
0: No, and you always question yourself there,
1: to... uh, even many years yep. later. Yep, there's no doubt if about you, it. If you, if you did it right, if you did everything, and, well, you know, actually you ask the question. It's kind of a, a humbling question, but you ask it. Would your parents be proud of me? Yeah. Did I would they be proud of what I did, mm-hmm. and of course you know no mom or dad's probably gonna say no they're not, but it is still that that question Absolutely. that that you have with it. So, um, and then actually you know up on the screen is is one of the statistics uh, of with it is, and this kind of goes to what you said early was, you know over two thirds of families they don't have that conversation before it's too late. That's right. So only a third, if you can imagine that, of all those. It's 65 amazing. and older families, mm-hmm. only a third of them actually have had that conversation about end of life. I'm surprised imagine, it's that big.
2: I would imagine that they have the conversations, but then it falls by the wayside even after the conversation, because I know, I personally have had this conversation with my brother and my mother, and we still haven't like, had the full conversation with mm-hmm. a final result.
1: Correct, it's you know the
2: plan. You know what I mean? So it's It's hard. It's a difficult conversation to have.
1: It, it Outside of, you know, personally, outside of the sex conversation, I think this probably is, is and, well, it's a morbid conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people are afraid of it because it is a it is a final conversation. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I do believe, that it also can be the the and as i said previously it can also be the take off the most anxiety the most stress yes, when it's done off of yourself and the family so then you can just focus on oh, yeah. mom or dad and now so that it's almost like you're setting that aside or setting it up on the yeah. shelf going that's taken care of so once that topic is done it's done everything's said done paid even paid for mm-hmm. there's no stress for it so then it's just enjoying what time is left or you know, it could be ten, twenty, thirty years. That's right. But we know it's it's taken care of. Right. And you know what as again as a as a son, I, I would appreciate it because, you know, my mom did a little bit, but I had to fill in the blanks and it was right. it was tough. Very you tough. You know, tough filling the blanks. And I'm you know, you you're you're in a situation with your father, you, you know, you had your father. Mm-hmm. You know, I can think we all could relate to to a situation where where we, we wish we would have known more.
0: I, I think again that's why uh Again, when having you on the third time and I, and I hope one of many times more, this topic just there, there is, you know, there's so many topics that you can go. You're know, like, we could bring on somebody, which we're going to, from a funeral home, to talk about the expensive, you know, how expensive funerals are got. But you know what? If you're wealthy, it doesn't make a difference. And you could talk about long-term care insurance and say, oh, you didn't get it. Well, I have millions of dollars in the bank. I'm going to self-insure. Every topic that we bring up, every topic in life, mm-hmm. there are certain people that are exempt from it. Correct. Except for these topics. Until you figure out how not to die, everything <laughs> you just brought up, Correct. It doesn't make a difference if you're a millionaire, billionaire, on Medicare, Medicaid, black, white, Jewish, Christian. Everything you're talking about is going to happen to every family.
1: Correct. We all are going it. And to that's what's amazing about your topic. It right? is. We're all going to experience it. Yeah. It, yeah. it is social and economically irrelevant mm-hmm. who you are. You're going to go through yes. these stages with your yourself as a as a, a, a parent or with your son or daughter, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they're, they're going to go through it with you. So it doesn't matter. They're going to end up end up going through these pillars that's right. one way or another yeah. with it. Well, and the other the other statistic that's sort of tough to, to swallow, which kind of goes along with the one third, is, is is as people can see on the screen, seventy percent of conversations are prompted by an event. <laughs> so it, it's an episode. That's true. Know? So it, it, we don't talk about things until mom. Or dad has an episode. Yeah. Well, the bad part about it. Oh, you, they, can they, can it. they can still see, still, see they, it. They can still. They're seeing that on the screen. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, we're. <laughs> John the Magic
2: Man. John the Magic Man
1: uh, helped us. There you go. John's got it up there, so they can see it. John's like
0: magic. He's on it. Sometimes I hear his voice in my ears. It's really amazing. Yeah,
1: he he knows how he knows how to get in your head. (laughs) I know. He's like Santa Claus. (laughs) He knows when you're (laughs) not sleeping. But and this one is actually staggering, especially from from your background, Mm -hmm. financial and things of that nature. This one's staggering because if your if your parent becomes incapacitated. I mean, I can give a few horror stories of of just not being able to pay their rent, not being able to pay their Absolutely. bills because they're incapacitated and they had no power of attorney. They had no, you know, Financial surrogate for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. let alone some of them may even have a healthcare surrogate, so now they're they 're really in a in a bind where they had no one representing themselves mm-hmm. and and they had no way to pay their bills had, and you know by the time and by the time you know they got through the you know all through the the process to get someone, they may have recovered or may not have recovered. But by then, damage is done. Yeah, the damage is done. It could be from credit, it could be from you know mm-hmm. foreclosure, whatever the case may be. And there's lots of ways to do it, but not everybody has the wherewithal or the ability. You know, and now that's something that might differ in the social economic that you yes. just talked about. Yes, you know, the more affluent folks will know who to call. Mm-hmm. But you know, the us average Joes, we yeah. we may not know who to reach out to to help solve this problem. But the bad part is, is that. Most of these conversations happen because of a tragic event that's right and that's, and that's the, of my family the prod and that's really yeah. the theme of this is yeah. to have the conversation prior to yeah. that tragic that tragic event so and I think you can you can see the you know the 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 talking is difficult portion of this which is it runs the same statistics you know seven out of ten families hadn't had adequate conversations so that's mm-hmm. your your two thirds and then the three most difficult, which you could probably guess is, you know, sex, life, money, and where to live. That's Surprisingly, right. taking away the car isn't, you know, in one of the most difficult. It's The house is actually in my, for me, mm-hmm. it, it, the hardest conversation is deciding where mom or dad may live. And I think more moms, and you know, for me than it is dads. I agree with that. Um, simply because moms have that emotional connection to the home because it could be the family home of Ten, twenty, thirty, fifty, right. sixty years. So not only have they seen their husband, you know, and their then their marriage prosper in that home. They've seen their kids. They've been raised there. Even now, grandchildren are coming in, and now suddenly, you know, you you, you have a son or daughter, mm-hmm. you know, swoop in and go, it's time to move. Yeah, we're going to move you in, you know into. An assisted living facility CDX or
0: yeah,
1: yeah, and you know we you know, we won't because for whatever reason, and and that's a tough one because that's again you go back to your dad and his cars independence. I think a lot of folks their moms are really tied to their to their homes. Yes, uh, I would agree with that. With it, and because that's where their memories are. Yeah, you know, especially maybe their spouse even passed away there. Again, they they have a, such an emotional connection yeah. to the home, so that's a very difficult conversation. So have it. Don't just assume mm-hmm. mom will will wake up and after an event or an episode and go. Sure, I'll move from my you know even a modest 1,500 square foot home into a you know a, a 400 square foot mm-hmm. even a really nice assisted living. Right, it's a change. It's it, a big change. It's a huge it's a change. Huge. You go from complete independence. To not having your independence any longer because someone's always able to walk in your room. You may or may not have a roommate. Uh, there's a lot of eating uh, in a eating, even in a beautiful dining room. I've been in some um, facilities
0: that are just gorgeous. Absolutely, but still, suddenly you're eating with 200 people instead of one.
1: Correct. Right. That, that's a change. It is. And
2: you're eating what you're being served, not what yes. you asked for. Yeah. You Ask your wife for or your yeah. husband or whatever. Yeah. Correct.
1: It is, and you know, so there's a lot of things tied to it. So I can understand how these these you know topics are. Are kind of tough, uh, tough to deal with um, from it, but um, and I think you probably you know have have would agree too as family dynamics. One of the largest things is is uh, what's what's probably the one thing lacking in most families from this particular topic.
0: One thing, probably the money conversation, but well, I well
1: actually just well even knowledge. Even, I, yeah, I'll take it. I'll add on to it. Communication, just oh, in yeah. general, just communication. Unfortunately. Um, over about two-thirds of families actually state that they've not had adequate conversation on any of these topics, which, uh, you know, you would think family would be able, well, maybe not. You'd think no, families yeah. would be able to communicate and be able to articulate what either, you know, as a, as a daughter, what, what do you want for your dad? Because this isn't about, right. some of this isn't about what do you want from dad. Some people view this that way. Yeah. That, you know, it's what do you want This is sort of what I want
2: for my dad.
1: Correct. Because, you know, you're here to, you know, it is a role reversal. You're here to enable him to enjoy, you know, what time he has left. Same thing, you know, loved one, whoever Mm -hmm. it might be. Mm -hmm. It's not about what you you need to get done. It's really about what you need to do to help them enjoy their life. So some of this is, is ease of mind for you, but it's also ease of mind for them because I can tell you about my personal my mom worried about all of this mm-hmm. so I always I always wanted my mom to have things discussed and talked about so she didn't have to worry she wouldn't have to worry about me. My mom, I'm going to be okay. Yeah, I'll be okay. I'm more worried. It's a strange role reversal. It is. Mm-hmm. Because I'm more, I'm more worried about you now mm-hmm. than, than you should worry about me. I'm, I'm good.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Isn't it?
1: that that reversal of roles? It is. But babe, being the baby in six, it's kind of it really hard to break my mom that one yeah for you know sure. I was still the baby, no matter matter how big I got, no mm-hmm. matter how successful I got Cause I, you're a boy. I was still her baby
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the baby too, but I still get involved with all the decisions. <laughs> I do all the decisions <laughs> yeah
1: well you know that's and it sort of fell to me too on, on on a on a lot of the on a lot of those topics but it, it is a um it, it is it is tough um and I think you you know when you talk about family dynamics um part of this is you know, it's tough. You know, you, you, it is a tough conversation, especially, you know, you have if you have siblings, you know, you always don't agree. and And, and you don't agree on a lot of different topics. You don't That's agree sure. on, you know, what mom should be buried in potentially or what music should be playing or worse. You know, I want my inheritance now versus mom or dad needs that money to... You know, yeah. live on, retire on, where to live. Mm-hmm. A lot of family dynamics can, can come out. And, and what does that end up with? Arguing, breaking up with the family. That's some bad stuff it's out bad. there. It's yes. bad. It is. You know, so uh, part of this to me is, as well is a benefit to just, you know, getting it out there. It's almost ripping the mandate off. I was just in, saying, in, saying in, I mean, in a way. it is, yeah. And, and, and because I'd rather. And again, maybe it's a guy's point of view versus a female's point of view, but I would rather have the band-aid ripped off and have the conversation to know what my mom or dad was thinking and wishing to have done or what my brothers and sisters wanted as, as well and have it on the table so we know. So Because I think some, sometimes when we get involved in that, that end-of-life scenario, it, 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 again, it's a role reversal, but when it should be all about your mom or dad, Somehow, it doesn't become yes. all about your mom or dad. It's all about my sister Susie or my brother Joe or mm-hmm. someone's hurt. My feelings are hurt. And instead about you know enjoying you know what's left what's of what's best for them. Correct the
2: parents and what's yeah.
1: and what time is left and, and enjoying yeah. it. You know, uh, listen. I, I hope I hope when my son and daughter, if I have the chance, I hope they're not discussing and arguing or anything. I hope they're yeah. enjoying just being with dad. You know, as, as long as they can. That's my wish, you know, because mm-hmm. having children later in life, it's a hugely different perspective, I might mm-hmm. add, than having them uh, a little younger. So I cherish, mm-hmm. I cherish those uh, moments. I have, a, I have a two-year-old daughter and a uh, going-to-be-four-year-old son. You my two, oh, my, two, you two year, my two-year-old <laughs> is going on like 12, I think, because <laughs> she's already in the side, little sidebar, she's already in the no, I can do it myself. Uh, that's a woman thing. Even uh... I, I, I can do it myself, and I know what I'm doing. And and my son, my son is is sweet as anything, and 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 but he's my dad. He's going to be tall and and thin. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. He, he got no 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 gene of mine. <laughs> Does he have hair? He's, Yes, yes, hair. That's good. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. Uh, but uh, yeah, my my two little ones, I started a little later in life, but yeah, it's a different perspective. So Much. you know, with family dynamics. But anyways, the you know the back to the forty seventy. It's just it, all it is is just your your forty year old self talking to your seventy year old parent and approaching you know these things. How do you do it? What do you what do you do? Opening the conversation is very hard. Yes. What are you doing? What and and of those topics? What are other things that you can? You know you can talk about. So don't don't be afraid, folks. There is a there is something out there for you to use. It's actually and I I showed it to you last show. It's yep. about a 40, 40, almost a fifty page booklet, um, and it's a it's a, just an action plan for successful aging. Um, and it goes through each one of those six pillars that we talked about, and, and it, it actually has conversation starters in them. Uh, you know, so it actually goes it goes through where you're able to. You know strategize on the on the conversation go with the plan you know you can find expert advice Mm -hmm. you know how do you how do you handle your home if you want to keep it how do you want to handle long-term care insurance how do you want to handle you know qualifying for medicare or medicaid things of that nature you know research so you understand maybe if you're dealing with an early onset of alzheimer's understand what the disease is so Mm -hmm. you need to go out and research because you're going to have phases and the stages that disease may go through, even if it's just COPD mm-hmm. um, or diabetes, any of those. So you need to do some, you know, some, some research there just to educate yourself. Yeah. And then, of course, there's, you know, there's thought-provoking. Uh, and you'll hear, you'll see in this um, workbook, it's a theme, it's called ACT. Um, it's assess, consider, and talk. So it's assess the situation, you know, consider, like consider the alternatives or consider the options and talk it through. So it's just a, it's a really nice acronym for people to remember uh, with it but it's just it's just act, you know, assess, consider and talk about it.
2: That applies to a whole bunch of things. Yeah, really I'm pretty like
1: sure business. that rule I'm pretty sure that rule could be applied to Life and life, life in, in general.
2: general.
1: <laughs> How to be kind to your fellow man or yeah. woman in, gen- you know, yeah. in general. Consider it before you act, possibly. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's a. On him, hey, I can openly say I've inserted foot and mouth more times yeah, than I, <laughs> I. I care to care yeah. to admit, Not you doubt. know. Me too. You know, so it's it's a. You it's, just did it today. Yeah, you know? I, know. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Hey Lee. Hey, you did it, and you did it. The last show, our, our our first folly, I or did. you guys' yeah, first right. folly. <laughs> yeah, which was which was
0: a great. No, I do it pretty well, and it's it's accepted at this point by most people that know me. <laughs> just eventually,
1: he'll say the right thing. Just let him keep going. Yeah. Or you know, my, or my wife just tunes me out. And, you know, and just yeah. chalks it up to to, you know, it's <laughs> Colin. Yeah. You know, it, it's just him. Uh, and and you know, the last thing the book does, it actually just gives. You know special circumstances um, and tips for those big one. You know as we talked about blended families, mm-hmm. and so you know it's kind of you know kind of a movie theme there, but it is true. It's very true. You know uh, I, I'm a I'm a, to, to a degree, I'm a blended family. I'm blessed that I met Julie, and I married into her great family. But she had three kids before so they know, she have met hers, me. Hers, yours, ours, ours. correct. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 definitely an interesting and that adds a that adds another dynamic. In, into the whole conversation with it, so it's it's definitely something to uh, you know to consider uh, with especially with dementia because uh, it's a dementia and Alzheimer's. I, you know they may remember you and they may not remember me, yeah. and so it's going to be a tough conversation. You, you that's my dad has yeah, dementia, so you know that I'm quite very familiar with that. And it's
2: sometimes it could be heartbreaking to the grandkids too because sometimes he'll remember the grandkids. And then sometimes he won't, because mm-hmm. they were littler when you know he started losing part of his memory as of like five years ago, and it's just gotten continually worse. So sometimes he remembers them, sometimes, and that's very hurtful to the kids. Yeah, it's a, right?
1: it's a, it's so a, it's a tough.
2: It's really tough.
1: I think it's tough for everyone across the board yeah. because a lot of times you end up you end up finding your your loved one, you know, sometimes stuck in, in a time error. And we've had a number of clients that you know were, but the beautiful part is, is if if you know where they are, you can you can surround them with those memories. You can you can help them work through some of those scary moments with some redirection, things of that nature. So there's a lot, and I and our caregivers are fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, every by definition, if you're a caregiver, family caregiver, you're awesome. By yeah, we nature. talked about
0: that. They're yeah. amazing human beings. Yes,
1: it's amazing. It, you, got, you have to have a heart of gold to mm-hmm. to, to be a caregiver. I, I didn't realize that until, you know, after my probably after my brother's death and what I realized what it took. You know, a toll on him mm-hmm. being my grandmother's and but having <clears throat> just sitting back and looking at going, you know, wow. I yeah. mean, that was five six years of his. His life that was on hold. So yeah, it's not a it's a personal thing, but I yeah. I view that way of anyone because we we find family caregivers you know all the time that are are you know just um, stressed and and they give everything and their life revolves around their loved one, and it's tough. It's very, very tough. tough. You know. Well, I'm 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 preaching. My to, mom is. I'm preaching to the choir.
2: Having to go there every day or every other day, and then my brother goes, and it, it's hard. But we want to make sure he's taken care of too. So, you know, having to go there is very important to make sure because sometimes it's not always the best care. No, you know.
1: No. Well, whoever the family caregiver, if they're not at the top of their game, right? Then it's not the best care. And then, as we've had conversations, Michael Mm -hmm. and I, then that's a, a bad thing because suddenly the caregiver gets in an episode or possibly even passes before. You know their loved one, which is yeah, a, a, a to me a catastrophic event mm-hmm. because it's it's everything was planned around the care for the other one for the one spouse and the other spouse or the sibling mm-hmm. uh, just deteriorates. Well, you know, way you know, way too. And fast. it happens much more often than
0: people think.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: I learned that just on the show with certain guests. Correct. I mean, I thought it happened and how sad it is, but when I was told the statistics, I, I was like, it just gave me the. Chill. It's a staggering
1: statistic yeah. of how many. Uh, Significant others, be it sons, daughters, siblings, mm-hmm. but of caregivers, spouses mainly, that pass pro- you know before simply because of the stress and the yeah. the, the health related issues that they go through, mm-hmm. that they don't get taken care of because their their sole focus yeah is their loved one
2: yeah it it, mm-hmm. it,
1: it is it is a, it is a tough it is a tough thing so
2: and it's up to the kids to make sure that they're taken care of. I've noticed that, you know, I've talked more to my mom now and asked her how she's feeling instead of how my dad's feeling Yeah, because of that the show. That takes time. That you takes yet? Yeah. Because I think that a little while, you know, she starts to feel not jealous, but maybe, you know, like everybody's so worried about my dad that they're not worried about I'm her. I'm still here. Hey. And, yeah. you know, and uh, she's an awesome woman and I want her to feel completely loved, but my gosh she's wearing herself ragged you know correct. going to and from the nursing home you know sometimes at night she's 81 years old and she's driving I mean I I give her credit correct because she's really hanging in there but my gosh I'm I'm scared for her too
1: you know well, a lot of folks you know even, a lot of folks and that's how it kind of when you understand the, the disease potentially that your, your loved one has. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate to say that you sort of, once you understand it, you, you don't have to worry about it as much. You understand COPD, right. you understand dementia or Alzheimer's. And and to me, yeah, you dad is in his place. You, so you have to watch for the the changes. But other than that, if there really isn't changes, dad's going to be okay. So, yeah, to your point, a lot of times, I, you know, we encourage people focus on the caregiver right. because yeah. they're the ones that aren't, they aren't known.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: don't have a diagnosis. And they could be holding it back on
0: purpose because they're the strong one. Correct. Everybody's depending
1: on them. Correct. Yep. And, that's a, and that's a huge burden to carry on it. So again, even in this, even in this rule, if you take your approach and, and expand it, the whole family should have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So it may not just be about the loved one that is sick. Or is aging it's also in consideration you know dad you know what happens what do you want to happen to mom or mom what would Mm -hmm. you want to happen so you you really should include all aspects of the of the family not just you know the the one that it has a diagnosis or Mm -hmm. the one that might be might be ill because you know their illness is going to affect their spouse as much as the illness is going to affect them absolutely. absolutely and if we guys can keep if we can keep that in mind and we apply some of these type of of resources out there you can have a better transition so if mom or dad does pass then the sons or daughters know what mom's wishes are and what moms want and we can we can make that transition but if you take that person out and only focus yeah you tend to you tend to find you know we end up being a statistic yeah that yeah there's no doubt about it unfortunately
2: yeah, I would think it. that a lot of the caregivers themselves need home care because yes. they're too busy giving the actual person the care that then the house falls apart, there's no cooking, there's, you know, it's, it's a lot to deal with. Correct. So I think that, I think they need it more.
0: Yes. One of these times when you come back, you got to bring a couple of your <coughs> home care people with you because, you know, it just made me think, of the, there's probably a whole subject or at least at least one show on a caregiver's family. Mm-hmm. and what they sacrifice when someone in their family is doing that for a living uh, the uh, emotional yeah i'm not never thought about that till you just said so, until uh, you just said something like that but you know these people are so giving so loving correct there's only so much love to give correct you know are, is and i don't want to say is their family suffering that's not the right word but when you're giving out that much love and you're coming home mentally exhausted dealing with medication, sickness, possible death. I know they get attached to the patients. I know that because I've experienced it. Absolutely. You know, what kind of effect is that that having on the caregivers' loved ones at home when mom or dad are coming home at 11 o'clock at night going, somebody I just took care of for four months just passed. They have to be pretty special people too. The
1: caregivers' family. Absolutely. We need
0: to do a show with a couple of your people
1: on how it affects their life. it's it is unique. That's a show. It is unique because yeah. you'll see a you'll see a, a, a ramping up of uh, you know as a as a client you know becomes ill um, or like your dad, they may recognize their caregiver. Well, when he or she is having an, an episode, you know at nine ten o'clock at night, you know your mom or your you know your spouse is gonna they're gonna reach out and of course a lot of caregivers give their cell phones out regardless mm-hmm. if we ask them not to, to try to protect them yeah. from this but they may get a phone call just to get on the phone to have a conversation just with someone that they might be able to break them out mm-hmm. of of that mode or that meant that phase they're in mm-hmm. um, but yeah we, we find a lot of our caregivers you know going well above and beyond and and going at all you know hours weekends uh, absolutely you know times they shouldn't be going off off the clock when they right. really shouldn't but they're but the problem it's not the problem their heart yeah they're it's not, not thinking a problem it, but it is it, it's they're thinking with their heart which right. is absolutely what we we hire them for it is their heart those are the mm-hmm. compassion the people we want to have with it and and every, and I I want our families to have and if I was in, if I was a family, I would want a caregiver that way. That's right. So it, it is, it is a, a, an endearing quality we have, but it does, it does affect, you know, some things when, oh, you know, they're it. the only ones that are able to put, but to your point, they do, because they'll go from a couple of hours a day to possibly moving into 24 hour care, yeah. where they're staying with the family two or three days and then going home. I wouldn't be
0: surprised. I don't know where I would look it up, and I don't know if I want to look it up, but I wouldn't be surprised if statistics. Uh, for divorces, maybe a little higher. For caregivers, uh, their own mortality <laughs> maybe a little lower. Um, not only because of the emotional strain, but I've always wondered this about caregivers, including doctors and nurses. They're with sick people all the time. Why aren't they always sick? Correct. And granted, a lot of people have cancer and things like that, or um, you know, Alzheimer's that are, that's not catching. But many times it's not. They're treating people with sepsis. They're treating people with infections. And yet they're back the next day, and they're back the next day.
1: It's just amazing to me. They are, they are they amazing they people. Just their resiliency is amazing. Because, yeah, they, they will be hiding a very terrible disease or a, 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 you know, some sort of diagnosis. And they will get up every day, and you will never know it until... Yep. That episode occurs. Mm-hmm. And, then you, then, and then everyone looks, I had no idea. They're, I mean, they are just that good yeah, at, at bur- to carrying that burden mm-hmm. for their loved one. Um, and, and it's a definitely a generational thing. Yes. You know, more, some, and I know you love the greatest generation, but it, it is. There's a lot of folks out there still from that generation mm-hmm. that, that are caregivers. Yep. And they have that very, very prideful you know, thing about taking care of my spouse. Yep, no,
0: no doubt about it.
1: Be it a female or a male, yep. but, you know, taking care of it. It's
0: um, funny when people talk about the greatest generation, they, they lean towards the man because of World War II and, and you know, um, Tom Brokaw's greatest book, you know, the mm-hmm. book which was incredible, The Greatest Generation, the movies Saving Private Ryan. So when you think about the greatest generation, you do lean towards man thinking. But um, the women of the greatest generation were the best mothers in the world, Uh, When they you know, they took care of the family when their men Mm -hmm. went to war, none of them worked back then, but they went to work in factories making bombs and bullets Mm -hmm. and guns and tanks. The greatest generation woman, the greatest generation mom, just as tough as the greatest generation dad, they often don't get the credit, but that generation was just... Well, they were the greatest generation. There's just those, no way to
1: those, get around that. Those lady, those ladies know how to take care of business. Yeah, well, do they do that. Say it. Yeah. Say it that way. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. You know, with it. But just um, in because I know we're we're getting close. But a few few last few last little tidbits for people to use. You know, if they do go to to the, and it's really a nice thing. There's a a nice website. You can go to you know caregivingstress. Com or it's forty seventy talk. Com right there on the on the top um, with it. But uh, you know. If you want to have, uh, and it's a pretty, it's a pretty, you know, convoluted diagram, but it does help you get through the whole conversation of of just the the conversation tree. So it does help if you, you know, some people are visual. This this would drive me crazy, mm-hmm. but some people are visual and they want to be able to see how things interact. You know, if, if Dad talks about this, that could, I can transition to this conversation. If he asks this or says this, I can transition to this other pillar yeah. of the conversation. So it does help someone kind of that has a more linear view. And then there's some you know some videos out there at the at the forty seventy you know talk dot com,
0: and you can download. Um the book itself that I had here the last time. You I can actually that, download sorry.
1: both the, the, the marketing brochure itself and the whole 47-page workbook that you can, you, can, you can go through and, and, and have those, uh, those things well, done.
0: Go to Colin's website, please, and download this. I don't care if you're 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or you know, if you're 70 or 80, download it. Go to your son or your daughter the next day and go, why aren't we talking about this?
1: One of you needs to do it. Yes. And, and, you know, just for, you know, we've had a pretty heavy conversation. If, if John, you know, wants to play that, that video, it might be a good time. Can we time. play that one one? might be a little little funsy to... to... I loved it when you said it to talk. Yeah. All right, we're going to put that up. Yeah, do we get to see it too?
2: Dad?
1: Yeah? I've been waiting to talk to you. Yeah? About what? About the car. What about the car? The dent. I just bumped the mailbox when I was backing out yesterday.
2: It's happened to you a lot lately, huh?
1: I don't know if it's happening a lot.
2: Look, I'm concerned for your safety, Dad. I think we should explore some alternate modes of transportation for you. You're always your parent's kid, but it's never too early to have the tough conversations. Visit 4070talk.com and have the conversation today.
0: Obviously, that's a little different than 4070 there, but it definitely gets the... uh... You know, well, it, it, it's, just, it's
1: it's it's a delicate conversation, mm-hmm. but I, I like it because it adds a whole lot of levity to it. Yeah, and the kids, the kids are great. You know, and mm-hmm. I, mean, I happen to know the people in the video, so it is. A, oh, really? It is kind of it is kind of funny. Uh, you know, with it, um, yeah. The, the gentleman actually works for Homestead, Instead uh, Inc. in Omaha, Nebraska, and mm-hmm. he he plays a lot of a lot of great roles. He was, uh, you know, the uh, Dosecki guy for a number of of, of years, you know. The, so he he's he's a good guy, and those are his kids. But it is a it is a real world it conversation, is. being lighthearted because it is difficult conversations it's very to have. Difficult. You know, with 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 driving and, and sex and financial and living and health and end of life. Humor I mean, makes
2: everything there, better. There's not one topic
1: yeah. in there that I'm you know ruin. Ooh. Yeah. I want to I, I let's I talk, talk about, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> we were talking at you the know, beginning of the show, you know, we're having a, a little fun, a little talk, you know, different things. But yeah, these are not any of the any topics that, you know, people are just rushing rushing home to, you know, hey dad, let's talk about your sex life. Mhm. <laughs> I mean, you were sharing our sex life beforehand, but you, you were leading know, me yeah, on. But I, you, I'm pretty sure you were leading me on. Stop uh, leading me uh, on. <laughs> you were leading. You, you were coming close to talking dirty. dirty yeah, pretty much. So I, I had every. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Right now, my my if my 12-year-old daughter was watching, she would not want to hear about anybody's <laughs> no, father's sex that. life or mother's sex life personally. Yeah. So, um,
0: no. It, you know, again, there's it, just so many mental and emotional different ways to look at this. You know, in my particular case, my father was my hero. So, I mean, just literally my own personal Superman. So to get to that point where you have to talk about his mortality or not being the best driver I know or the strongest man I know or the best bowler or the best, you know, billiard player, Mm -hmm. it's very hard to look at them and suddenly yourself realize they are not that anymore. Correct. And have they realized that? Do you want to be the person to make them realize that? That's even worse. You know, it's just on an emotional level. I mean, it's got, there's got to be... It's devastating. Yeah, there's got to be, uh, if there's, how many people are in this country, 350 million, something like that? A lot. Yeah, there's got to be 350 million different versions of why you don't want to talk to your dad or your mom, depending on your upbringing, your religion, Mm -hmm. the part of the country you were brought up in, you know, where you're close with your mom and dad. Not everybody is, but still. um, It's just amazing to think about that you become the parent. At a certain point, and you don't think about that (laughs) until usually... In our life, or at least with my mom, a healthcare professional said, You know, you have to now assume the parental role. Never, I, I you know, I considered myself fairly intelligent. Never thought about that till somebody in your field actually said it to me.
1: Yeah, you know, I had, I've had a couple of, of I'll call friends that have had the, the luck of being able to have their parents have everything situated and have had that conversation mm-hmm. um, well in advance. And I've always felt that they they have a they have a, you know a head start on, on a lot of things, uh, and, and mainly it's just the fact that they don't they, they their sole focus can now be on enjoying you know yes. their their parents and, and not having to worry about well if this happens what do I do they they've already had that conversation and everything's laid out and again it's not you don't have to be a millionaire to have mm-hmm. this conversation it, it, you can I mean you can be. You know, is broke, paycheck to paycheck. It's still about you know what do you want me to do, or what do you, how do you want to handle certain things when certain events occur. So it really doesn't. It's not aligned towards someone that has wealth or Mm -hmm. or knowledge or anything else. It's just it's just a design to help families understand what mom or dad's wishes are, or even what son's or daughter's wishes are mm-hmm. for, for their parents. So, again, I, I just stress that this is not just for a select group of, no, it's of fra- folks. everyone. There's not one person that I've met or know or any client that's ever came through Home Instead that's ever asked us to, to sit down that, that this has not been applicable mm-hmm. in some fashion um, with it. Even if they don't have a son or daughter, it's still things they, they should be talking about, even to their spouse with yeah. it because I know spouses that don't haven't even had it and I'm we're, my wife and I are guilty I tell her all the time we need to to have a you know a better plan um, because you know we, events happen and things happen so yeah. you know I we I don't want to leave our children wondering or guessing that's right you know, And you it. have
2: more options when you're younger
1: yes you yeah. have a
2: lot more options when you're younger than to wait when you're 70
0: correct but, yeah. so you know, the only thing I could think of that struck me as you was talking Again, no one is left out of this conversation, no one, every mm-hmm. week of life, but you know, I'm used to thinking like this. I would say, though, that lower-income people, it may even be more important for them to have this conversation because if you are wealthy, you can write a big check for a big funeral, and you can. Whoops, we didn't have long-term care, you know, but it's going to cost ten grand a month to keep mom in a nice facility. No problem. I'll write a check. Uh, not that it's not important for wealthy people; it's important for everybody. But I, the, as you were speaking, I'm thinking for lower-income people, and in today's world, lower-income people—I'm not talking about people living below the poverty line. Um, People—I'm talking about people that can't shell out $10,000 a month for a nice home for mom. Correct. That's 90% of the United States of America. Correct. Um, you know, people—you know—it's it, so different you just got to have this plan
1: you yeah. got to have it and I, and i will say you know uh, to add on to your 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 topic there or your segment there the i think i think the lower income or just mo, you know moderate if you just want to call it the middle class yeah. you know with it. It, it even if it's not about the money or the things it's more about the knowledge and it's more about the the sanity to know exactly what Needs to occur when something and just and I gotta go back to it, just the anxiety and the stress yes. that oh doesn't God, exist yeah. when you have the plan or at least the majority of the plan taken care of. I mean, obviously there might be some finite things in there that you might not be able to plan for, but if you know mom or dad wants to be cremated or they want to be buried, mm-hmm. and you and you and you go back and you follow a plan like this, so you know what are the costs? How are we going to get there? Mm-hmm. So and if you are middle class, how do we plan to get? to this goal or this, you know, plan that you've outlined. Because to your point, it might it may take a couple of years to either save or yeah. you know, expend when you need to to do it this year, and then we're gonna do this next year, so on and so forth, or also plan for in home care or nursing skill, you know, skilled yeah. nursing or assisted living or memory care. You need to, to assess how are we gonna get to that, you mm-hmm. know, end I hate to say it end game, but to that end game. game. But also, but also look at it, it is the end game. But how are you going to have a lot of fun in the middle?
0: That's right. You don't want the end game for your parents to be nothing but suffering. Correct. You know, who wants to have these conversations when they're in bed with the hospice person or the in house? Know, you should have had that conversation. Well, you already have years enough.
1: Ago. You already have enough coming at you. With the inevitable, yeah. the last thing you want to do is start having the conversations about. So, Dad, do you want to be, you know, buried or cremated, or do you want yeah. to do this or, pl- you know, wherever you, you know, where do you want to be buried? You know, here or there. What do you want to be buried in? Do You want a viewing? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you, you, you it's just, it, it's a rock yeah. Shot well, we after have,
0: shot. We have about forty-five seconds left, and I will tell you that we, we as a family, were so ill-prepared with my mom's death that we were you know, We were very good prepared when my dad went. When he went, I made two phone calls, and then we concentrated on grief and love and taking care of each other. Two phone calls, and everything was set. But that's only because we were so bad when Mom passed away. We weren't prepared for anything. It's really amazing. It is. Is And you can tell the difference. Oh, yeah. With a little less than, well, almost 20 seconds left. Thank you, as always. My pleasure. Thank you, Ms. Co-hostess. Yes. Sirius, I would like to bring a couple of your caretakers in. Absolutely. I don't know if we can fit five people at this table, but we'll, John, we'll figure it out. John will figure it out and talk to them and thank them, but really get a an angle of how this is affecting their lives. Three, four, three, two, one. We got to go, but we're gonna oh, have bye. a great show next week. Bye.